The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. People are strange. Is that strange? That is strange. Strange. And welcome to another episode of Strange Sauna, everybody. Today's episode is going to be an absolute steamer. Alright, we are going to be looking at now this is controversial. Is Donald Trump the Antichrist? Oh boy. Yeah. We're going to go there. Uh, You know, I don't personally believe this, but I found several accounts that do believe this. Um, I found numerous video clips, all these things that I've compiled together. There is so much information to go through that this is going to be probably a two-parter, if not a three-parter, because there's just so much information to go over. All right. Now, the, the first video that I'm going to be covering is this is an episode of Tim Pool's The Culture War, where the title is Donald Trump May Be the Antichrist, featuring Donnie Darkened, Drew Tang Reborn, and Sovereign Bra. Now, they kind of talk about biblical prophecy, all of these things surrounding Donald Trump that look like he fits the role in the model of the Antichrist, which, you know, when I hear this stuff, I'm like, Okay, so what is the Antichrist? Because when you read Revelations, there's the beast, there's the dragon, there's the second beast. So it's like, where does everything fit in? You know what I mean? Right on. So uh, hopefully you guys like this episode. If you do like this content, make sure you like, subscribe, do all the things to help out this channel grow. Um, Also, follow me over on Rumble. I'm going to be posting most of the videos, if not every single video over there, because YouTube does kind of squash the content based off of... uh, uh, certain restrictions, you know what I'm saying? Also, follow me over on TikTok. That's where I post a lot of clips that I only will post on TikTok. Trying to grow my following over there. So, Strange Sauna Show or Strange Sauna on uh, TikTok, right? So, let's get into the show. Let's check this out. So, these first two clips that I'm going to play is really Donnie Darkens thesis. Now, if you go to Donnie Darkens X account, he's really just focusing on Donald Trump as being the Antichrist figure and fitting the model, right? Now, when you look at the term Antichrist, it really just means false prophet or false Christ. And so his his thesis really is that the New World Order is not what most people think it is. There's a New Age deception that is presenting itself as, quote, a false light in opposition to a suspiciously obvious evil deep state system. Right. So the Patriots, Donald Trump, the Patriots, the whole Q movement, all this stuff. That is the false light that he's saying. And the deep state is being orchestrated in order for people to yearn for a savior figure to rescue them. That would be the Donald Trump figure, right? The tyrannical, oppressive New World Order will lead to masses or lead the masses into fear so that they accept the real New World Order which is the awakened age of Lucifer. This is Albert Pike's final battle. 
This is what brings in Lucifer and all that stuff. Therefore, the deep state, quote unquote, and Trump rivalry is nothing more than the Hegelian dialectic ritual. You know, the problem, reaction, solution. So the problem is the New World Order, the digital IDs, uh, central bank digital currency, all of that stuff, like the surveillance state. And the reaction is, no, we can't have this, blah, blah, blah. And the solution to that would be Donald Trump coming in as the savior, the false messiah. So there is this great reset, new world order, the darkness, and then the great awakening, which is the false light. This is the Masonic darkness to light. Trump is the false savior. And I've said this about the whole Q movement, too, like. A lot of this, why are we walking through the dark to light? If you guys go watch the Trump Osiris episode that I did a couple um, episodes back, kind of dabbles in that realm as well, where Q can be kind of seen as the revelation of the method where they have to show you these things to avoid karmic debt before they do them. The information being unveiled leads directly to the new age. Satan has crafted a rabbit hole leading to spiritual enlightenment a.k.a. initiation into the mystery school teachings. Satan's endgame is not about enslaving humanity. It is about initiation into the new awakened age. Now, I'm just reading stuff from Donnie Darkin's page, everybody, okay? So this is his thesis in a nutshell, and I'm going to play two videos that kind of support this as well. The serpent's lie in the Garden of Eden is the real deception that we are facing today. To bring us out of the darkness of God's tyranny and to the liberation and light of Lucifer. The occult stems from the inversion of the story of the Garden of Eden. The Luciferian version is that Adam and Eve were oppressed by a cruel, tyrannical God, and that the serpent was the great liberator, who gave us a great awakening and having knowledge and enlightenment. Okay? So when you're looking at this in a nutshell, there's this obvious deep state system. There's this obvious like transition from Trump where you had this booming economy. Everybody's happy, all this stuff. You had mean tweets, but I mean, your pocketbook was looking pretty good. Then you come into this transition of Joe Biden where everything is just crumbling apart. They're, they're making it very, very obvious right now that this is the system that we should not have. It's not good for us. It's not good for America. It's not good for the world. So here is a clip of Sovereign Bra talking about Donnie's thesis, and then we'll get into a clip of Donnie himself. Donnie's thesis about Trump and all of this is that there is there is an obvious darkness that we all see in the world. Anybody who has their eyes awake, we see the rise of the new world order. There's digital IDs, central bank digital currencies, uh, social credit scores, carbon credits, uh, all, all of this stuff, right? We're, we're, we're walking into a world, basically, that's pushed by the World Economic Forum, where you have to get injected with the latest experimental gene therapy, and your what you say is going to be tracked on social media. You can't buy or sell unless you have the special program. Exactly. And the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, has repeatedly said that they want to microchip the entire population and attach those microchips to, basically, your wallet and all of these different things. That's like, and this is part of the reason why I'm so interested in this discussion is because that technology that has mark of the beast written all over it in my opinion there's this obvious obvious new world order agenda like we all see it it's evil it does need to be stopped donnie's thesis is that and and drew as well correct me if i'm wrong is that 
This is, it's like a Hegelian dialectic that basically the Freemasons, Rothschilds, whoever, the people that control the world are presenting to us where there's this obvious fake evil, or I wouldn't say it's a fake evil, but there's this obvious evil that needs to be destroyed. Donnie's saying Trump, Elon Musk, whoever, they are the false light that will rescue the world from it. Problem, reaction, solution. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so like to expand upon it further, the idea is that Trump and Elon Musk would save us from that obvious new world order evil and then lead the world into a Gnostic age of enlightenment where people have advanced technologies, uh, diseases get healed. It's like Elon Musk says I, with Neuralink, it's like, it'll be like Jesus, you know, the, the, the blind will see people will have mm -hmm. eternal life. And so it's leading the world into like a Gnostic awakening. Yeah, it'll be like Jesus, everybody. All right. Now, I'm going to play Donnie Darkened. He is on this show as, this is Drew Tangerborn here, but Donnie Darkened, I'm just going to warn you, is on this show as his Twitter avatar, ex-avatar, which is Donald Trump in a black and white, you know, photo, and then laser red eyes. I guess that's what the Antichrist looks like, but hey, you know, so just, just a, a fair warning here. Here we go. And it's playing out in this in this book of the Bible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the the word apocalypse really is. just means uh, you know to reveal, and the word occult means hidden. And what I think is hidden, and what is going to be revealed, will be is is the hidden occult mystery school teachings of human divinity. And what I think is going to happen is that I believe that the stage is being set right now for humanity to collectively rise up against this current order, which I call the harlot system. And it's funny because in revelation 17, 16, we see that the beast, when he arrives on the scene, he doesn't initially start waging war on the saints. He actually wages war on a system called the harlot. And it's described in the Bible as a demonic stronghold. And, uh, I think right now what the stage is being set for humanity to rise up against this system and through its destruction shall come the rebirth of the, the real beast system. And in the occult, we see these themes of destruction and rebirth all over the place in the same way that by fault, by becoming a follower of Jesus Christ, we are born again. Uh, uh, in the occult, what happens is we're broken down, our old self is destroyed, and our new awakened, enlightened self is born. If you, it's, it's funny because when you really look at it, you'll see that Satan really has, has never had an original idea yet. Everything in the occult is merely an inversion or perversion of biblical truth. And what I think this revealing is in the occult is the revealing that of, of the lie of the serpent that we are as gods and we will see humanity collectively uh we will unify our collective consciousness so to speak and rise up just like uh early occult writers like alice bailey uh who was the founder of the new age uh she uh founded the the group uh lucifer's trust and uh a very devout uh occult writer and uh, she said that, you know, humanity would enter the new awakened age through, de through defeating tyranny. And I think right now the stage is being set for humanity to join in the beast's Gnostic rebellion against the current system to usher in destruction of the old order and the rebirth of the new awakened age. Okay. So, yeah, he's talking about a lot of different stuff right there.
right? The death of the ego, the ego death, the the rebirth, um, the awakened age, the age of Aquarius, the alignment of the stars. Uh, remember on 2-2-22, you had the Pluto return and the, you know, just all of these things aligning. That's kind of what this whole session, this whole episode was about. Fascinating. Everybody should go watch the entire episode. I highly recommend it. But that is Donnie Darkin's thesis. Um, Drew Tang Reborn is also kind of on par with this. Um, I did read one of Drew Tang's popular threads back on the Elon Musk Antichrist, that episode. I mean, everybody could be the Antichrist. So, I mean, in a nutshell, they're kind of saying that we're being tricked. We are being tricked. The whole patriot movement, MAGA, uh, make America great again. We're going back to the mystical foundation that our founding fathers learned. And we all were, you know, teaching this, you know, mystical teachings, whether that be Freemasonic, whether it be some sort of secret underground society, who the hell knows, right? But that is what is going to, um, this is uh, what Donnie Darkin thinks is that that will all be revealed. The secrets and all of this knowledge will be revealed to us and that will gain our trust. We'll say, oh, well, yeah, we knew something was wrong. It was obvious. There's obviously this ploy that they want to digitalize the dollar. They want to follow everything I do, right? They want to mandate medicines. They want to do everything. And I don't want that. I want something else. And this other something else happens to be Donald Trump. And it's it seems like that's our only choice right now. And that's where I'm kind of agreeing with this. It seems like we're being herded towards Donald Trump for some reason. And the deep state, the left, whatever the hell you want to call them, it seems like they're working to make this happen as well. Because every time they attack Donald Trump, he gets stronger. Look what happened when his indictment photo came out. He used that as a ploy to make a lot of money. But also, his polls went up. The, the number, you know, it's just like every time you attack this guy, his poll numbers go up. So are they doing this on purpose? We can look at it as yes. In this episode, we will look at it as yes, they're all doing this on purpose. They're all on the same team. They want Trump to win because he will usher in the beast system. So moving forward... I'm going to play this next clip, which is a big one. There's going to be a lot of discussion off this. They talk about who is the Antichrist, interpretations in the Bible, talking about the mortal head wound, what, have, what happens if Trump gets assassinated or at least has an assassination attempt on his life. All right. So here we go. Let's take a listen to this one here. Yeah, yeah. Is, is the Antichrist Satan? Is the is the Asa what is he? What does no, he do? So, okay. So, it's important to properly frame this conversation because within Christianity, there's different interpretations of the Antichrist, and in this discussion, so are you familiar with the concept of eschatology, like the study of the end times? Uh, vaguely. Okay, so it's. I mean, I've seen websites, but that's not, I don't really know anything about it. So eschatology within Christianity, this is the study of the things of the end. So like the final days, the resurrection, so on and so forth. And there's different schools of thought within Christian eschatology. We're approaching it from one school called historical premillennialism. 
Okay, so there's historical premillennialism. This is the earliest position of the church. Then there's premillennial dispensationalism, which is the newest uh, <laughs> eschatology, which was actually funded by Zionists and causes people to support everything that Israel does, no matter ha- how heinous or evil it is. Um, then there's post-millennialism, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of post-millennialists will get pissed at how we handle this conversation how many, today. How many are there? Uh, it's, there's a large contingent in America. Wow. Um, and then there's amillennialism, which is another school. Within those different schools, so we're, we're operating from historical premillennialism. The Antichrist is a figure prophesied in the Old Testament and the New Testament. In the Old Testament, he's called the false shepherd in the book of Zechariah, who gets wounded in his eye and in his arm. He's also referenced in the book of Daniel. Yeah. So if someone makes a move on Trump's life. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, oh, well, what, you know, it's, you know, it's really interesting about this in Islam. They have the same, they have very similar prophecies of the antichrist. They call him the Dajjal. And in Islam, the, in their Hadith, they prophesy that he will have one eye. So he will have like a wounded eye. So there's the same parallel in both the old Testament. So if Donald Trump, something happens to his eyeball and he only has one eye moving forward. Eh. Let's keep an eye on that, everybody. You know what I'm saying? Trump's got two eyes for now. For now. (laughs) For right now. (laughs) There is is a lot of, uh, like... Almost, almost seeming like foreshadowing that like there's going to be an attempt on Trump's life at some point. Yeah, we we should mm-hmm. get into that. I want I want to finish this and then though, yeah. this is important. And then Trump's going to be like the the attack on my life has left me <laughs> scarred and disfigured. <laughs> <laughs> so so you've got you've got that in the Old Testament, and you've got uh, in the Book of Daniel. He's called the Little Horn. Speaks great blasphemies against God. Wages war on God's people. Then in the New Testament, he's referenced in Thessalonians. He's referenced in Revelation, other places too. And in Revelation 13, he's referenced as the beast, right? So it's basically this figure where the world is going to be in turmoil and chaos. A figure is going to rise. He's going to bring peace and order out of the chaos. Oh, man. He's going to place what's called the abomination of desolation inside of the third temple of Jerusalem. And the whole world is going to worship him. It says in Revelation 13, he's going to suffer a seemingly fatal wound, and then he's going to appear to resurrect from it, like Jesus Christ resurrected from the dead. <laughs> the war- he's going to usher, uh, utter great blasphemies against God. He's going to elevate himself above God. Yeah, I, I, I can't see Trump blaspheming. I mean, ele- he- elevation in terms of like boasting about how great he is, yes. But blaspheming against God? I, I'm in the same position. He ha- he's actually said very pro Jesus Christ things, and you know we can get into that. But blaspheming against God, basically exalting himself above God, places the abomination of desolation inside of the third temple, and the third temple is crucial in all of this. And then uh, he's connected to what's called the second beast or the false prophet basically causes the entire world to worship what's called the image of the beast, and then the mark of the beast gets pushed on the world. So the Antichrist rises, places the abomination of desolation inside the third temple, creates a one-world government, creates a one-world religion, gets worshipped as God, and leads a ton of people to hell. So, of course, uh, the vehicle the president rides around in is called the beast. Okay. Yeah. So a lot to unfold in that clip, right? So he's talking about the mortal head wound, even says that um, the beast or the Antichrist is referred to as the little horn. 
All right. And there's a whole kind of there's there's people who have written books on Little Horn, Donald Trump, trumpet, horn, you know, the connection there. So I I was thinking about this in multiple different ways here. All right. Because you have if there is a mortal head wound and if Donald Trump receives a mortal head wound. All right. Now, option one. What if the mortal head wound is Trump's ego? All right. So Trump suffered a mortal head wound to his ego when he lost the election. He survived only to be risen again, resurrected as president, and people will marvel at him as and his return. So this is like the Osiris, Horace myth. And right here we have... What is the ego? So the ego can be viewed as a mental organ. All right? And it's also... The ego is in your head, perception of who you are. And look at this. So what if the head wound equals ego wound equals narcissistic scar? Right? So your wounded ego or your narcissistic wound is emotional trauma that overwhelms an individual's defense mechanisms and devastates their pride and their self-worth. Or their self-worth. Right? So Trump's ego was bruised and he's like, dang. That sucks, you know what I mean? Like, come on, well, I'm not, I'm not, you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm just saying, I don't, I don't know if this is really the route, the ego route, but that's an option. Okay, let's not pretend like the ego wound is not up in the head. You know, it could be a mortal head wound. I don't know. The more obvious literal term would be he'd face an assassination attempt, and we've been seeing this over and over and over again. Laura Loomer, far-right independent journalist and ally to former Tr- uh, President Donald Trump, has claimed that the former president will be assassinated by the so-called deep state. You have this conversation. This was by Ivan Raiklin. He discussed the assassination of Trump with Alex Jones. All right, take a listen to this clip. A message directly to every single person on the deep state target list. My assessment, Ivan Raikland's assessment, that if you assassinate any political presidential candidate, whether it's RFK, whether it's Trump. Now, he's he's radicalized. He's saying if you attack Trump, they're going to go after everybody who did that. Guess what? America will do the following. Yeah, he's saying they're going to go there and all that stuff. But listen to what um, Alex Jones says. Alex Jones says something very peculiar here. Trump is going to be so much better for us and so much worse. I was about to say, if they kill him, that's best case scenario. If they kill Trump, that's best case scenario? From a sick level. From a sick level. From a sick level. Oh, please kill him, which I don't, I mean, but it's so good after that. Okay. So, So in full context, this is what this guy's saying right here. That they will probably do that. Well, I hope that's not the case, but these people are crazy. And having said that, if they do that, option two behind Trump is going to be so much better for us and so much worse. Well, I was about to that. say, if they kill him, that's best case scenario. From- See, so it's like they're saying that Trump needs to be taken out in order for America to thrive again. Am I right? 
That's what this guy's saying. Alex Jones, I, Ivan Raikland, um, even going back to this, and Coulter. All right, so you had Alex Jones fantasizing about Trump getting assassinated. Now you have Ann Coulter coming out. This guy goes, uh, you know, stand up for truth asking. Um, Ann Coulter has been right about Trump in the past. I'd love to hear what he needs to do, in her opinion, to help us take America back. And she responds with, maybe he could die. All right, what are we talking about here? Yeah, this happened. Donald Trump Jr.'s X account was hacked. This was back in September of 2023. Quote, my father Donald Trump has passed away. Message was live for 30 minutes. Here's the message. So his Twitter was hacked. It says, I'm sad to announce that my father Donald Trump has passed away. I will be running for president in 2024. Now, this is a big one. Tucker Carlson, he's been all over the place. He's talking about how the next thing that they're going to do is try to take Trump out. I mean, they've tried impeaching him, indicting him, arresting him. They're going to try to kill him. That's what he's saying. So this is fitting in the line of there will be an assassination attempt on Trump. This is what he's saying. This is their words, people, not mine. What do you think? So this is a clip from the Adam Carolla show. He is interviewing Tucker Carlson. The future holds. Is it? I don't know. I mean, are they going to let Trump be president? No, of course. I mean, look, if, you know, they protested him, they called him names. He won anyway. They impeached him twice on ridiculous pretenses. They fabricated a lot about what happened on January 6th in order to impeach him again. It didn't work. He came back. Then they indicted him. It didn't work. He became more popular. Then they indicted him three more times. And every single time his popularity rose. So if you begin with criticism, then you go to protest, then you go to impeachment. Now you go to indictment and none of them work. What's next? I mean, you know, graph it out, man. We're speeding toward assassination, obviously, and no one will say that, but I don't I don't know how you can't reach that conclusion. You know what I mean? Like they have decided permanent Washington, both parties have decided that there's something about Trump that's that's so threatening to them. They just can't have him. I mean, they're putting him on trial in March of next year in the J6 case which basically consists of trying to send him to prison for the rest of his life for complaining about the last election. That's literally what it is. Again, if this were happening in Moldova, the State Department would issue an all-hands-on-deck order to let the world know this is not a legitimate government. And yet our government is doing it. It's like it, I, it's, it's really it's hard to overstate how bad this is. And I'm not I, I don't. I don't know where it's going, but there's a collision that's clearly imminent. And by the way, the president is senile in a way that's impossible to deny. Biden's not running the government, you know? So, like, I don't know. I've never been this worried about anything. So there you go. He's never been this worried about anything. Wow. All right. And, I mean, Tucker Carlson even openly admitted that to Donald Trump himself. He's like, hey, aren't you worried about they're going to try to take you out here? Uh, a side note about Tucker Carlson, he does wear the red bracelet, often associated with the Jewish mystical practice of Kabbalah. 
All right. Take that however you want. The red Kabbalah bracelet is a thin red string worn on the left wrist, which in Kabbalistic tradition is believed to offer protection against the evil eye and negative energies. The left side, according to the Kabbalistic beliefs, is the side of the body that is most vulnerable to spiritual harm. Therefore, the red string is worn on the left wrist as a form of protection. It is said that the red string wards off misfortune and harmful forces. The tradition of wearing a red string is associated with Rachel, one of the matriarchs in the Hebrew Bible, who is considered a protector of the Kabbalistic lore. The string is often made of wool and sometimes tied in specific knots as part of the ritual. So I'm just saying, um, you know, Tucker Carlson... He's saying the right things. He's revealing truths. He's doing things that are are very controversial to the mainstream narrative, if you want to say that. But he might have some underlying motives himself. Um, I do next want to go to uh, a thread by Donnie Darkened. Now, this had some of the predictive programming where you have the enough, enough is enough card game the illuminati card game i should say where you have the enough is enough card that kind of looks like donald trump screaming so check this out all right so this this guy right here this is the trump card everybody's saying when do you play the trump card all right we've heard about the trump card and that q stuff this is going to go into the 1950s tv show trackdown Track down where a con man named Walter Trump who claimed that he could save the world by building a wall. But let's watch this first. So this is enough is enough. This is predictive programming about uh, Donald Trump assassination attempt. Supposedly. All right. Okay. Kind of looked like Donald Trump with his mouth open yelling. You know, doing the do. Charismatic leader. So the card says... This card may be played at any time, counts as blah, 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 fanatical group. I can't even read that. But the power for one fanatical group is increased to six, all right? Whatever. Charismatic Leader. That's the name of this card in the Illuminati card game. Mm-hmm. Talking Boys believes enough is enough with the anti-Trump movement. Enough is enough. So this is Bill Riley or Bill O'Reilly saying enough is enough with the anti-Trump movement. Man won the election. Give him a chance. Hmm. Enough is enough card. So it looks like it has Donald Trump yelling on the, the enough is enough. It says at any time, at any place, our snipers can drop you. Have a nice day. That's pretty revealing right there. This card is about that right there. Mm-mm. And now you're going to run for president. Don't you think that's a really cool idea, you guys? To keep them honest. To keep them honest, Don. This is the roast of Donald Trump. Personally, I hope you win because I can't wait for the uh, assassination. I mean, the inauguration. I actually remember that joke. I watched this live. This will be the year the American people say enough is enough. Enough is enough. You know, it's funny. I even uh, this couple of weekends ago when the Super Bowl was here, I was watching with my family and my uncle goes, you know what? This whole thing with Trump and the left. Enough is enough. I go, whoa. Okay. So we got people saying this now. It's not just, you know, they've embedded this in our heads. Enough is enough. And I know that's just cherry picking. It's one example. Okay, I'm sorry. 
This will finally be the year the American people say enough is enough. Enough is enough. Enough is it enough. was the American people saying enough is enough. They're fed up. And, and say enough is enough. So Governor Dennis DeGard, enough is enough. Donald Trump should withdraw in favor of Governor Mike Pence. This election is too important. These are tweets. Say enough is enough. That's a big swinging Mike Obama. Michelle Obama on Trump's comments towards women. Enough is enough. Ricky Martin, living the vida loca, says enough on Trump. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. Uh, International Business Times, Madonna's approached to record cover of Enough is Enough as anti-Donald Trump song. Wow. And we do. The Jerusalem Post, U.S.-born Israeli MK to Trump, Enough is Enough. It's from October 2016. Do not tolerate this kind of behavior. This is the uh, Western journalism, Enough is Enough, sick liberal name-calling of Trump just took a ferocious turn. That's from 2016. You're in this country. Enough is enough. The Guardian. The 2016 election is now a referendum on male entitlement. Oh, boy. The Tea Party of American co-founder jilts Trump for Bush. Enough is enough. That's a quote. Washington Times. Enough is enough. What is this? Dot com? This looks like a website. Says enough is enough. Join us in thanking Donald Trump for signing the Children's Internet Safety Presidential Pledge. That is a mouthful. The guy who owes to the apprentice. So this is April 1st, 2016. Jimmy Kimmel. This is a clip from Jimmy Kimmel. Those just listening on audio. All right. Showing a bunch of little collages here with Donald Trump talking. Insult stakes, but enough is enough. It has to be stopped. It has to be stopped now. Did you guys catch that? Watch. They'll replay it over and over and over again until you catch it. Enough is enough. Boom. Enough is enough. Okay. The head of the pinata blows up. Everybody just listening on the audio. There's a pinata of a man. And as soon as Donald Trump says enough is enough, the head of the pinata explodes. And then um, this collage brings in the enough is enough card. Where at any time, at any place, our snipers can drop you. Have a nice day. Hmm. Enough is enough. Very, very strange, right? And then it just kind of goes into New World Order, all this stuff, right? But I want to go through this thread with you. This is the uh, Trump assassination predictive programming part two. So this is where you had... Oh boy, where's it at here? This guy. So this is Snopes.com, everybody. Everybody's favorite fact-checker website. Did a 1950s TV episode feature a character named Trump who offered to build a protective wall? An episode of the Western series Trackdown included a character named Walter Trump who claimed that he would build a wall to protect the town from the end of the world. This is true. Okay. So let's watch this. Um, and then guess what happens at the end? Right down here. They pull the plug on him. Just like that pinata. Got a name? Trump. How about it fits? Uh, your name is Trump? How long are you going to let this con man walk around town? 
Be careful, son. I can sue you. I don't intend to sit here. The clip is uh, a little quiet. Apologies. And be insulted, Sheriff. If your people don't want my help, I can go elsewhere. Wait a minute, Mr. Trump. You don't talk for the rest of us. Since the Sheriff wouldn't stop Trump, Hobie had to find somebody who would. Are you here about Trump? Yes, sir. What are you going to do about him? What do you want me to do? Stop him. Now there's nothing in the world can change their minds. And anybody who tries to could end up getting hurt. They're not going to listen. Well, there's got to be some way to stop him. Well, if there is, I don't know it. It's funny how a big lie can make us all kids again. The big lie. Right? Big lie can make us all kids around. Or again. Trump supporters explain why they believe the big lie. That's what they call the whole uh, Trump election thing. You know, his claim that he won the 2020 election. The, the mainstream news calls it the big lie. The big lie can make us all kids again. You know? Hobie had checked the town. The people were ready to believe. Like sheep, they ran toward the slaughterhouse. And waiting for them was the high priest of fraud. Like sheep, they ran towards the slaughterhouse. Okay, just like MAGA supporters running towards Trump, saying that they Trump can help them. No, I'm, I'm just making the comparison, people. I'm not saying that Trump's evil. I'm not saying, you know, just saying. That's what they're trying to portray here. I am the only one. Just me. I can build a wall around your homes that nothing will penetrate. What do we do? How do we save ourselves? You ask, how do you build that wall? You ask, and I'm here to tell you. You're a liar, Trump. Trump's sure having his way. You're going to go back and tell him, Trump. What? You're going to go back and tell him it's a fake. You did a good job working him up into this mood, and I don't see you talk your way out of it. You don't think I'd lie, do you? You don't want an answer to that. No, I don't need you now. Every minute you're alive, my neck's in trouble. I know the saddlebags. I'll take it. Whoa! Kablamo, down Until goes the Trump. crowd knew that everything Trump had said was a lie, there was no hope for Trump. Okay. So there's that predictive programming. Okay. Now check this out. Enough is Enough was trending. Here, let me make this a little bit bigger for y'all. All right. So enough, enough is enough was trending right after there was false reports of Trump's death. Also reports of someone breaking into the Mar-a-Lago home minutes ago. Oh boy. Right? Now, Donnie Darkin says this was, this happened on November 3rd, 2022. 88 days since the FBI raid. 666 days since the Jan 6 Capitol riot, and there's a lot of 666 surrounding Donald Trump, believe it or not. That might be on the next episode where I go into the gematria and the uh, the predictive programming more. 58 days left in the year with Trump, and he won the 58th presidential election. All very interesting, so he's just connecting some things there. All right. Let me check my notes and see where we're at here. Oh, yeah. So going back to the, the Tim Pool clip, they were saying that he would be blaspheming God, 
right? He would place the abomination of desolation inside of the third temple once it's rebuilt. Now, they were saying that he they couldn't see Donald Trump blaspheming God, but there have been others that have blasphemed Donald Trump as God for blaspheming God. Does that make sense? There have been others that have been saying they've been um, comparing Donald Trump to the Messiah, second coming of Jesus. Okay. So let's see here. So we have Donald Trump made the odd proclamation, I am the chosen one, and also sent out a tweet likening likening himself to the second coming of God and the king of Israel, which is a blasphemy to God. Trump proclaimed that he was the chosen one when he was speaking about um, talks with China. And when he did so, he looked up at the sky and said, you know, I am the chosen one. But he did it, I think, more in jest. Okay. So we'll check some of this out here. So we have this business insider from 2022. Donald Trump shares a truth social photo proclaiming him second only to Jesus. All right. So he shared this on his Truth Social account, declaring himself second only to Jesus. The post uh, was this guy, and it said, Jesus is the greatest, President Donald Trump is the second greatest. Okay? So because he retweeted it or reshared it on his Truth Social, people are thinking, you know, maybe he agrees with this. You know? And here's him saying, uh, I am the chosen one, looking up to this guy. But I can't do that. We are winning against China. They've lost two and a half million jobs in a very short period of time. They want to make a deal. It's got to be a deal that's good for the United States. When they want to make a deal, probably we will make a deal. But if I didn't do that, and I'm not doing this, somebody said it's Trump's trade war. This isn't my trade war. This is a trade war that should have taken place a long time ago by a lot of other presidents. Over the last five or six years, China's made $500 billion, $500 billion, ripped it out of the United States. And not only that, if you take a look, intellectual property theft, add that to it and add a lot of other things to it. So somebody, excuse me, somebody had to do it. I am the chosen one. Somebody had to do it. So I'm taking on China. I'm taking- There he goes. Okay. Right. So he's talking about taking on China. I think he was- is messing around right being funny saying i am the chosen one you know like yeah uh let's see so here is the other post here where trump declares himself king of israel and the second coming of god this is when he didn't really declare himself though he shared a post so he shared a, what is this? On August 21st, 2019, Trump tweeted out a quote from Wayne Allen Root stating that he's the king of Israel and that they love him like he's the second coming of God. Right? Blah, 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 blah. So Trump look elsewhere. Yeah, there we go. So Wayne Allen Root. Yeah, this, this Wayne Allen Root guy tweeted this out and Trump retweeted it. So it's not really like Trump himself saying these things, but it's other people saying these things and Trump seemingly agrees with it by sharing it on Truth Social, sharing it on Twitter back in the day. 
You know, so it's like he's endorsing the idea, right? We also have this. Half of evangelicals believe that Trump is anointed by God. This was a survey done in May of 2020. A recent survey found that 49% of white evangelical Protestants believe that Trump was chosen by God. Right? Like, how did he win that election? Trump won the election in 2016. It must have been God. <laughs> you know? That's what they're saying. I don't know. Maybe. Um, televangelist Pat Robertson has claimed that Trump received a mandate from God. This is a quote from a February 2017 broadcast of the 700 Club, 7 there's a lot of sevens surrounding Donald Trump, and that will we'll get into the uh, gematria numerology uh, probably on the next episode. This is a quote from evangelical uh, or televangelist. Apologies, Pat Robertson. Quote: I think somehow the Lord's plan is being put in place for America, and these people are not only revolting against Trump; they're revolting against what God's plan is for America. Unquote. All right. So they take this stuff personal. They take it literally. Right here. I hope it's true. This is this is a quote from Donald Trump as he responds to the claim that he was chosen by God. June of 2020. Right. This political analyst asked him, you know, about the claim, you know. He says, I, this is Trump responding. I almost don't even want to think about it, Trump said, because you know what? All I'm going to do is, I hope it's true. All I'm going to do is, I'm going to do my best. All right? And then it becomes a, a headline like this. I hope it's true. So that's what people are kind of cherry picking. People kind of cherry picking, saying, oh, look what he thinks is true, that he was blah, blah, blah. Um, you also have people comparing Trump to Jesus Christ. When he was indicted on Easter weekend which is an odd time to be indicted. Think about it. He was compared to the persecution of Jesus Christ. So right here. Countless MAGA Republican provocateurs have been noting the holy weak timing and the blasphemously comparing Trump to Jesus. As uh, This is a quote. As Christ was crucified and then rose again on the third day, so too will Donald Trump. Tweeted one right-wing lawyer known for representing January 6th insurrectionists. Other influencers making the comparison include Georgia Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, um, TPUSA Faith founder Charlie Kirk, and even Trump's own attorney. All right. Making comparisons. So also, his first indictment, when he, ha when he was first indicted, he said the seal is broken. Remember all this? He was like, the seal is now broken. You know, and a lot of people were saying, whoa, was this the seven seals of the revelation? You know, and we'll get into that later. But the seven, just remember that seven seals of the revelation. He's been indicted four times now. So with each indictment comes another, you know, is this going to add up to seven? Will he be indicted seven times? I don't know. I really don't know. Let's get back into these, though. Um, 
Oh, yes. Here's John Voigt. He compares Donald Trump to Jesus, making Trump the messianic figure here. Believe that the man that can help this nation, the one man that was ridiculed, destroyed as Jesus, Trump, can come back and save the American dream for all. And Believe. The one man is, is <laughs> Jesus, Trump. Right? He has to say Jesus and Trump. This nation, the one man that was ridiculed, destroyed as Jesus, Trump, can come back and save the American dream for all. Can come back and save the American dream for all. He's going to be risen again by returning as the 47th president. And he's going to save you all. You know? Here is a woman... At a Trump rally? I don't know where this is. It looks like a Trump rally. Um, you know, she says, quote, I am being indicted for you that my first thought went to, well, Jesus Christ died for my sins. Jesus died for me. It connects in my brain that way. Okay, he's doing this for us. All right, here we go. Listen to her. Being indicted for you. Um, my first thought went to, well, Jesus Christ died for my sins. Jesus died for me. And so I... It connects in my brain that way, like, okay, he's doing this for us as a country to make the changes we need to make, and he's the target where we don't have to be. He's the target, so you don't have to be. Remember? And he always says, I take these slings and arrows. There's a bunch of, like, Q post stuff that says, like, he takes these slings and arrows for you. Um, They're really after you. Trump's just in their way, right? So he is becoming this messianic figure where he is... He will die for your sins. He will take the the slings and the arrows. You know, it's very messianic. Okay. You also have the news equating Trump to Jesus. Here's a, I mean, they're doing it in a pun, but here you go. Trump's revenge. This is a Politico article. GOP braces for daily blast from orange Jesus. Yeah, they called Trump orange Jesus. Right. Here's another thread by Donnie Darkin. 60 Minutes Australia had just unveiled their latest short documentary entitled The Resurrection of Donald Trump. All right. Yet another foretelling of Trump's counterfeit messianic trajectory. This was back in February 4th, 2024. So not that long ago. Two years ago. They released The Second Coming of Donald Trump. 60 Minutes Australia. The Second Coming. And here you have a 2004 Razor magazine titled Depicts, or title, it depicts Donald Trump with a halo and angel wings. And it was titled The Resurrection and Ascension of Donald Trump. Look at this. He's doing the downward ping, or pyramid, downward triangle. He's touching all of his fingertips together. Resting them on his legs like he always does, pointing his fingers down towards the ground, making that inverted triangle. Resurrection and ascension of Donald Trump. So they've been at this for a long time here. Right? He's been looked at as this savior figure bringing peace for a very long time. You have, let's see here. This is a, another thread by Donnie Darkens. This is an actual book. Are you waking up yet? So this is 
Covenant Keepers. This is the title is President Donald J. Trump, the Son of Man, the Christ. That's a book. Here's another one. Donald J. Trump, the Second Coming of Christ. That's written by Holy Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. Remember that his father's middle name and his grandmother's maiden name is Christ. Look at this. Frederick Christ Trump. And Grandma Elizabeth Christ Trump, who died on 6666. She died on June 6, 1966. It's a lot of sixes. Am I right? And then he points out the article that we kind of just looked at. Oh, here we go. You got Mo Brooks at a Trump rally on August 21st, 2001, saying, um, you know, here's Donald Trump. He's the second coming. Something like that. Come on, Mo. Come on, Mo. Thank you, Mr. President and future president of the United States of America. I'm pleased to announce the second coming of Donald J. Trump. You have a billboard in Georgia. It says, Unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. And it shows a picture of Donald Trump. Um, You have a oil painting that was put up just north of the birthplace of Trump's grandfather, Friedrich, or Friedrich? Friedrich? Trump? Oil painting of Donald Trump as Salvatore Monday, the savior of the world, located in the small former private chapel that worships Trump as the Messiah north of the Karlstad, Germany, the birthplace of Trump's grandfather, Friedrich Trump, and his grandmother, Elizabeth Christ. So look at that. You have Trump as the messianic figure, the sun god. And I've made my my contention that he might be Apollo, right? He might they might think that he's Apollo, the sun god, because of Louis the the fourteenth. Go watch the the Osiris episode. Very very fascinating. Um, Israelites believe that a rabbi identified Trump as the Messiah three hundred years ago. This is a snapshot of a random article here. Uh, Trump. So we'll, we'll get into this. This is the uh, King Cyrus coin. This might have to come on the next episode. So we'll, we'll get there. Uh, he's made countless threads on this. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. So everybody go, go, um, take a look at the Donnie darkened stuff on Twitter. Pretty fascinating. You also have, uh, let's see. On January 5th, 2024, Trump shared an AI-generated video created by the Dilly meme team that repeated the words, so God made Trump. Trump, e- Trump even pinned it to the top of his truth profile. And the video is three minutes and 33 seconds long. All right. So let's take a look at this. So there's the bizarre video. Here is... God made Trump. Three minutes and 33 seconds. 
And on June 14, 1946, God looked down on his planned paradise and said, I need a caretaker. So God gave us Trump. God said, I need somebody willing to get up before dawn, fix this country, work all day, fight the Marxists, eat supper, then go to the Oval Office and stay past midnight at a meeting of the heads of state. So God made Trump. I need somebody with arms, strong enough to rustle the deep state, and yet gentle enough to deliver his own grandchild. Somebody to ruffle the feathers, tame cantankerous World Economic Forum, oh come home hungry, have to wait until the first lady is done with lunch with friends, then tell the ladies to be sure and come back real soon, and mean it. So God gave us Trump. I need somebody who can shape an axe, but wield a sword had the courage to step foot in North Korea, who can make money from the tar of the sand, turn liquid to gold, who understands the difference between tariffs and inflation, will finish his 40-hour week by Tuesday noon, but then put in another 72 hours. So God made Trump. God had to have somebody willing to go into the den of vipers, call out the fake news for their tongues as sharp as a serpent's. The poison of vipers is on their lips, and yet stop. So God made Trump. Okay. I think you all get it. So he pinned this to the top of his truth social. Three minutes, 33 seconds long. God made Trump. Right? All right. So um, the day that he shared this, Trump also had a rally in Mason City, Iowa. I just thought that that was interesting. There's another one here. So there's also the Daily Meme team. They likened Donald Trump to Jesus Christ sacrificing himself because Donald Trump is giving up his life to fight the deep state. All right, so watch this, and then you'll see around 18 seconds or so, you'll see the picture of Donald Trump on a crucifix on the television. Christians and church-going people of faith value sacrifice above everything else. What none of these evangelical leaders understand is that, with or without their approval, their followers in these churches are witnessing Trump's sacrifice. For there we go. They're witnessing Trump's sacrifice. Look, they have Trump on the crucifix. So, I mean, when you're talking about blaspheming God, is this blaspheming God? Is this blaspheming Jesus? You know? Trump shares this stuff on his truth social. He pins it to the top. Not this specific video. I mean, this one particular, that is like straight blasphemy, right? Pretending to be Jesus Christ on the cross. I mean, that's like, <laughs> I don't know. When I think of examples of blasphemy, I think of this. You know? He died for our sins. You know, he's sacrificing his life to fight the deep state? What? What are we talking about here? All right. And isn't he still making money off of like shoes and off like his mugshot and off like, I mean, his freaking Trump cards, his NFT cards. I mean, the man is a salesman. You know, is what is he sacrificing? Uh, yeah, they're, they're going after him, but they're going after him to gain popularity, it seems like. Because the more that they go after him, you know, the more popular he becomes. I don't know. It just, it kind of makes sense to me. Right? 
it seems contrived, the relationship between the two. It seems like a WWE style. Oh, shoot. Did I just blow it for many of you that thought the WWE was real? I'm sorry. I mean, the, the fighting is real. The blood is real. Uh, here is going to be one last one, all right? Because this episode's already getting... This might be a four-parter, everybody. I have so much to talk about. This is the last clip here that I will show you about the blaspheming, all right? Now, this has to do with Jim Caviezel. I used to love this guy. I used to love this guy as an actor. But I just... There's something about him. Very Weasley, very snakish, very just fake. I don't know what it is. But listen to him. He always refers to himself as Jesus, but he's calling Donald Trump the new Moses. All right. This is a clip from Brian Kilmeade on Fox News. We have to do a lot more. And we got to start with Donald Trump. What do you mean? Well, he's got to be in there because he's going to go after the traffickers. Do you think he would? Do you think he understands that? Uh, I, I, we, were, we were with him last night. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, we so showed, he's going to be moved to do this. Do something. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. He wasn't he's here gonna, last night. This is the new Moses. I mean, I'm still Jesus, but he's the new Moses. <laughs> I'm still Jesus, but he's the new Movis, or Moses. Wow. Who's Movis? And they all just like laugh like, okay, it's, it's fake. But then look at Jim. He goes into like this freaking quote here. Oh, let my children go free. All right. I did not know that was an impressive screening at Bedminster. <laughs> did you see Brian kill me? He's like, you're serious. Okay, well, here we go. Sir, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Eduardo, Jim Caviezel, great to see you again. Yeah. Congratulations on all your success. All right. So that, I mean, that whole movie, Sound of Freedom, looking at, you know, Tim Ballard, that guy's a whole fraud. The whole story was a fraud. Sound of Freedom was a big fraud. Yes, it did bring light. Okay, it bring light to a lot of the trafficking stuff that that happens, undoubtedly. But what did it do to solve it? You know, who's solving the problem? You know, he's saying, like, let's bring Donald Trump in because he's going to end it. Okay, did he end it before? Some would say yes. He cut off a lot of the access to uh, the trafficking and all that stuff. So maybe he will end it. Maybe this is all part of the disclosure and the revelation of, the Babylon system. That's what Donnie Darkened is, is referring to. This whole thing, the deep state, is actually the Babylon system. The Trump is coming in to wreck it, bring us into a new age, the age of Aquarius, the age of enlightenment, the age of the golden age, right? Donald Trump's always talked about, we're going to bring in the golden age, the next age is yet to come, the best is yet to come. Now, if you think about it, before we head out, and I'll bring this up again and again. In the Revelation, the book of Revelation, you have the dragon giving power to the beast, and then the beast giving power to the false prophet. We just entered the year of the dragon. Think about this. It is an election year. The election will give power to whoever is elected. So will the year of the dragon, is that the metaphor that we're looking at here? Is the year of the dragon, the dragon in Revelation, that will give power to the beast? I don't know. Something to think about, okay? We're all just throwing out ideas here. No one's saying this is real, this is going to happen, this is, uh, you know. There's just a lot of things that tie together. So that's what we're doing. We're tying the things together. Hopefully you liked this episode. If you did, leave a thumbs up, leave that review. Leave me a comment 
All right, I read your guys' comments. Some of you are like freaking excellent with gematria, tying things together. Throw it in there. All right, anything that contribute to the the show, I'll call you out. I'll do this stuff because I love reading all your comments too. That's actually the one thing I do on YouTube. It's not just my comments, but I go to other videos and I just read people's comments. Uh, yeah, so thank you guys for watching. Um, stay tuned for more. There is so much more on this. All right, so this will definitely be a series of at least three episodes. All right. All right, until next time, you guys all stay safe. Sayonara, stay steamy.